Welcome to Ali Talks, the platform for podcasts and videos to explore spirituality in your daily life. Simple and easy. Join the movement and go to Ali.vision. Good morning, hello, and welcome to Kabbalistic Astrology. This is the world's weekly forecast with Matt Taylor, which just gives us the astrology to the things. And my name is Nicolette Colani. I speak more about the spiritual side of things, the esoteric, the energetics, the woo-woo. And we do this so you have like a certain kind of guidance through the week and know what's going on with the planets, what's going on, what, what are we to expect and to look out for. And and um, yeah, that's it. Hi, how, how are you, Matt? I'm very well. I've been doing a lot of astrology in the past 24 hours. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I have this monthly night at Soho House that I do with a friend. Yes. She does tarot. I do astrology. We do 15-minute sort of mini sessions for the members there. It's like we did it at 10 p.m. last night through to 12 p.m. when the whole building closed. So, yeah, so I'm a little astrological out. <laughs> The mystical hours. Yes, yes. That was fun, yeah. though. I enjoyed it. So now we are talking about astrology again, but not doing 15-minute little mini slots, doing something a little deeper, no? Yes. Let's more. start. Let's do that. <laughs> the deeper kind of aspect of it. Yes. Yes. Let's get into it. So I don't know about you, but I'm saying we are in the lunar cycle of Scorpio again. And it feels like, are we not done with this yet? We do that since years now, I feel. Every day we have, isn't it? It's like in the beginning of the month, it's like, oh, good. Yeah, yeah, let's oh, yeah, go. Yeah. Now we've got the full moon and then all of a sudden, yeah. <laughs> at the end this of it, we're like, are we not ever. having <laughs> We're not getting through this. It's so intense, All right? And it will be very intense this week with, because not only is it Scorpio, but the moon starts the week in cancer so it gives us two water signs um and cancer is internally cancer is also water it's water of water and scorpio is fire of water its internal aspect is fire so we have a lot of water in the chart which means it's going to be deep emotional sensitive going in underneath the surface we want to get into the into the core of things we want to get into the truth of things we want to get right down into the the guts of human psyche about things right yes we'll be feeling true love true feelings true sensitivities what our true desire is all of this truth 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 what is it really now for so this is a very uh, water-based week right where we can go maybe beyond the superficial material reality into something you know more more uh into the depths of our soul which is what where water takes us um so this is you know a big part of the week and you know if you maybe started had a little cry over the weekend for no reason or if you felt a little bit moody or if you felt a little bit sad or if you felt your emotions were twirling and moving and flowing and you were one minute happy next minute not so and you know all of that emotional sensitivity then you can be rest assured that there's a lot of water in the chart this week Mm. and venus is a lot is is connecting with a lot of planets so venus is love right this is why i was saying the true love a little bit before i was giving you a (laughs) as to what was coming up (laughs) 
Must be some Venusian stuff. Some Venusian stuff, that's right. So um, it's good to talk about Venus this week because it's connecting very strongly with three other planets and it's in Scorpio. So Venus in Scorpio, if you don't mind me saying, people who have Venus in Scorpio, past life were doing some things sexual with their body. So they were kind of, yes, we're trying to say as nicely as I can, right? <laughs> so if you look in your chart and you see Venus in Scorpio, you were very intense in love, but also maybe using your body for um, financial benefit, shall we say. So. <laughs> Nicely, nicely put. Yes. So it's not you in this life, but you come with something from the past life, right? That is related to that. So this will, you know, stir memories. Scorpio is all about sexuality as well as the depths and metaphysical reality. It holds the energy of transformation, metaphysics, all of the, you know, real guts of spiritual work where you want to go and do intense change. You want to turn darkness into light. The, the real core stuff is Scorpio. But also it holds the depths of human of psyche, psychology, sexuality, all these taboo and deep and mystical places that we go in human nature. So uh, combine that with the um, emotion of the week and you will find that there's a lot of stuff coming up, in particular to Venus kind of things. Venus can be, as I said, love, relationships. It can be money and finance. It can be health and it can be your well-being so if you're like have challenges around those four things which are really just the four segments of life these are the four key segments of life venus rules over in the physical reality then if you have emotional blockage trauma uh a lot of sensitivities with things or things that aren't logical but you feel are a very big issue for you these are usually past life if they're why do i have a big issue with this when i've never been through it but i've never had yeah. it I've never experienced it. Why do I have a problem in relationships when I'm a good person, right? Why do I have a problem in, you know, maybe in the bed department when, you know, I kind of enjoy it, whatever, or I want to do it. Why do I have blockages? Why do I have challenges there? Or why do I have trouble expressing my sexuality or being who I am or letting go of my feminine or my masculine or whatever? You know, why do I have all of those things? Particularly with Venus, it will be, feminine aspect of our soul and with the moon in cancer that also brings through the feminine aspect of the soul this week so there'll be a lot of stuff that are very emotional and sensitive around blockages that we didn't really know or we knew but we've repressed and are coming back at us again and I think that's the kind of deep theme that we will explore over the next week or two while Venus is in Scorpio it's been in, it went into Scorpio at the same time as the eclipse as yeah. the new moon eclipse, Venus, the moon, the sun. So we're really shining into the subconscious and illuminating all the recesses of our mind around these four major quadrants of life. As I said, relationships, money, health, and well-being. Mm. It's it's very interesting. I I um, made yesterday a story post about the divine feminine because, like, I was ah, perfect timing. I was I was contemplating a little bit about it and I was like so interesting like the divine feminine is like how how to come more into the receiving nature of like and this 
no matter if you're in a masculine body or in a feminine body, or if you like men or you like women or you're a man and like men or you're a woman like a woman, like it doesn't matter. Like when you want to experience more of your feminine energy, then um, the, when it's you look the, at it's the, the reception energy, isn't it? It's, it's a receptive energy, exactly. And in order to receive and to be receptive for what's going on, like I really like the, I, I wrote, you know, think of an egg in the in the uterus of a woman the egg is just there and the egg itself holds the x chromosome and like 5000 plus genes that are like giving all the intelligence and it's just there in its fullness it's just hanging out in the uterus and just being an egg and it's but it's full of of itself. It's like it has everything it, it it needs to bring to the table. There's everything good, and it's just there and and ch chilling out. And then there is the sperm, and the sperm is like coming and making a way. And you know, we all got conceived like that. And then, but the egg is like choosing which sperm it likes, and then it lets it in, right? So the, the best sperm, the, the most, the fastest, the strongest, the most masculine, the, 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 the top sperm of all sperms is coming and then it goes in, right? But the egg is receiving. It's, it, it, the egg is not chasing. The egg is not going anywhere. It's just there. It's not, it's not like chasing after the sperm, like, oh, wait a second, where can you go? It's like, it's just there. It's there and it's, having all these things within. And when you want to come more into this receiving receptive energy, more into the feminine energy, into the divine feminine aspect, but also when you want to understand deeper um, what true abundance, true abundance is very receptive. It's very, it's very um, receiving. So just be more like an egg. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. I, I like it. it. I love that. I love that. It yeah. is it's kind of that feeling that if I need to grow or if I need to transform or if I need to be conceptualizing anything, yes. then I need to receive energy from somewhere, right? Yes. So in in like Kabbalistically, we say that the masculine energy is the light. Yes. Energy. In yogic science as well. It's the same. And the feminine energy is the receptor, the vessel, yes. no? So when you combine the two together, you you can kind of, you know, receive and then the vessel is for sharing, right? So yeah. our vessel in this reality is not for sharing. As human beings, that's how we transform, right? We are in a body which is about ourselves and the, we're transforming the vessel from being about me to about me and others, you know? yeah. So that and others bit is the bit where we push the energy out to where we want to share right so we we connect with the light through sharing because light inherently is a sharing energy so yeah. yeah i really love that about that kind of idea of receiving receiving and sharing in that way it's very nice right so yes, yes. and this oh. is kind of the feminine of this we is this moon starting in its own sign of cancer because it's the, the ruler of cancer and then the venus in the scorpio and transmuting a lot of the the the, the blockages or the um old stuff that is blocking us from truly sharing which usually yeah. is a tri crisis a trauma 
um, an old belief system, filters, reactions, right. yeah, movies that we play out that aren't real, all of those things, yeah. Mm. Yeah, and I think, you know, what's also interesting is sometimes we forget that everything is already within. I, I Back in the days when I, you know, when I was younger in my journey, like in my early 20s, like 20 years ago, when I heard that sentence, I was always like, how did I mean that you have everything within? Like, I didn't, I didn't understand it because I couldn't feel that everything is there. But as once again with the egg right the egg is just there and the egg itself holds the feminine the, the x chromosome like all eggs are the x chromosome means they they're female and all eggs hold the intelligence and the genomes that that are necessary to to create a child and then the sperm holds the either another x so it's becoming feminine or a wide and it's becoming masculine or nothing. Then it's a little bit more difficult. But mm. the egg itself holds already the whole chicken thing. Or person, right? It's already inside. It's yes. already inside. So yes. and when you want to take that as a as a, met a metaphor, um, what you can say is I, even though I don't know, I haven't expanded yet maybe to a full human or I haven't expanded yet to the person I want to be. I hold already everything within and relax into that. Mm. And I think that really is this, this very deep feminine energy, this receiving energy to be able to relax into the fact that you are at the right time in the right space. And then you, with the sharing that you do, mm. you start to share more of the masculine light, but that's another topic, right? But mm. the receiving part is just like relaxing into existence. Yes. And, you know, when we have this sort of philosophical debate, you know, what's first, the chicken or the egg, the Kabbalists would say the egg because it's the seed, it's the cause, it's the, mm -hmm. it's the root, it's the beginning, right? So, you know, that is what, the chicken is just the effect. The chicken was already programmed inside, right? So, you know, whatever we say, for example, more in a spiritual sense, your consciousness, right? It everything starts with your re how your consciousness that you inject yeah. into it. So if I've got a consciousness of I'm a happy person, I grow happy trees or I grow a happy life, right? I put that seed in and that's as an effect. I see that in my reality, mm -hmm. yeah? So it's what you see in your in your mind, in your mindfulness, in your awareness, in your consciousness. Also, is the tree that you grow, is the plant that you see, right? Totally. Totally. So it's great, right? So we are very because we're so deep in this week and so profound and so in this kind of mode, we'll be able to get into the depths of our humanness mm, this week. Beautiful. Also, yeah, Venus, I, oh, sorry. Sorry, on. no, no. Yeah, Venus. Venus also, what Venus is trines Pluto. Now, a trine is where energy just sort of moves like it's gliding on ice. So it's moving, flowing, sliding, breezing over something. This is the trine, right? Well, it's usually where we have a talent. And Venus is there saying usually love or resources, you know, generally. And Pluto is the intensifier. You know, it can be a really... Um, sort of something that takes you in, inward, underground. In fact, it's often called Lord of the Underground. It goes deep, deep, deep within. 
So this is where our love this week intensifies, you know? It's really taking us into a more understanding of what I truly love, right? Now, when we meet a person, of course, we love the view. We want the room with the view, right? We want it to be good on the outside. But as we go on with it, we we need to know if we're in love with the deeper level of this person, the deeper connections. So Venus in trans in Pluto is all about the depth of love, right? The real depth where love is pain and healing at the same time, right? We need that experience as humans to understand that yes, love is painful, but in order to heal many things that to take us to the higher level. So this is why for me, people who, choose not to go into relationships they're actually missing out they think in their mind that they're protecting themselves and that you know they don't want to go through the pain again but unfortunately because of the reality that we're in it's only to when we get our heart broken and you know we go into deeper pain that we can go to greater heights so what happens with people who choose not to go into relationships on deep, deeper levels or choose people that they don't have to go into and think it's not working out. They just say that, right? But they're choosing people that really won't take them there. And they're kind of avoiding the, the highs and lows of life and giving them, and they think, oh, well, that's good. But also giving themselves is a kind of like mm, very thin band of emotion, right? Uh, my life was okay. By the end of that, you go, oh, my life was okay. Wish I'd done that. Wish I'd done this. And you had a very average life, right? Very like thin band of life experience. And you look out at those people going, you know, all in the highs and lows of life, um, having, I think, a bit more of an interesting time. They, they're getting the, the, the whole experience of being human. So for me, this Venus trying Pluto is really taking you into the depths of what's possible in love. Combined with a Venus sextile Neptune, sextiles are where the, if you want to, you can connect to a great light. Mm -hmm. It's optional uh, light. Venus is the corporal, right, love, the love that's in the body, the thing, that, the way we can love in the body. Neptune is the, the higher love, the, the, the total unification love, transcendent love. And they are coming together, all of these things, that's another one, the Venus conjunct Mercury, which is how I express love, you know? So there's so much about love and harmony and well-being and balance and all these Venusian things on the deepest level possible in all the ways that we can experience it in human nature this week, opening out. So if you want to open up to the whole kind of possibility of higher love, body love, Shallow love, deep love, painful love, healing love, great love. The drama. The drama of it all with a bit of Scorpio drama <laughs> thrown in there. You know, love and sex and all of those. You sell it like things. everybody wants it. <laughs> yes, everybody yes. does want it, but they choose not to, right? Mm. They live the thin band. They live the road more traveled, right? Rather than the less road traveled. Um, and they've got all their reasons and spreadsheets as to why, and they're all valid, I'm sure. But, you know, there's, you don't have to keep opening that spreadsheet. You can let it go now 20 years on, 10 years on, and put your toe back in the water, right? Mm -hmm. so it was really interesting. I'm just going to bang on for a minute. I'm, sorry. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm on a roll. <laughs> it was really interesting last night because, you know, you, you do these little readings, and they're only 15 minutes, but more than not, 
people will say, want to know what's happening in work and relationships. Always. Is, always. Money, cash and love. Bring right. it on. It's all Venus thing. Yes. It's all, all Venus. It's all it's one. It's why we're here, no? <laughs> I mean, I could literally do my whole life just talking about that, right? Do 15 minutes yes. slots with the whole world and they would say, what's enough for work and love? Oh, That's you would sell time. out for months. Yes, that I would, would be like, such an interesting <laughs> test. Wouldn't that be a great TV show? Imagine. Right? Oh, yeah, you would be absolutely well known for that. Exactly. So whilst, you know, 7.5 billion people have really numbed themselves out from the option of relationship. I mean, I thought I really wanted to manifest one. It took me ages. Like I was in my 40s before I really started having longer terms, deeper relationships. But it was really something that I was like, I'm going to overcome this blockage. Anyway. So you choose that or not, but the, I think people have numbed themselves out from this option. It's just easier and to go through things and sort of say, no, that's not the one, or they're not doing this, or they're not giving me that, or I really tried this. And they don't really, they think they're in the idea of it, but they're not really exposing and opening themselves up to the real, I don't know, sort of joy of it and the pain of it and the tears and the happiness and all, all of that I mean why wouldn't you want to go through it I don't know it's painful but it's healing you know at the same time you could definitely after you come out of the pain if it ends or somebody dies or whatever happens it's painful I, I get that it comes a time where you choose to move on you know you can't keep holding on to this kind of pain you've got to transmute it you've got to go where's you know I'm coming out of it and go through the process and put yourself back out there again people are going to be lonely i feel there's going to be a lot of lonely people coming well i think i don't know about that i think maybe there is a new option also of relationships available where we speak more about community um type of Oh, it's a kind of relationship yeah sure yeah. and there's all sorts but i'm talking about these more intense it's love yeah. Where you just get a mate that you're going to hang out with. You know what I mean? And that's fine. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not judging it. But I, no, no. I think what the Scorpio thing is, is throwing yes, you but... open to, into the, the pummel of it all, the tumble of it all. It's totally really another level of human experience that we can have. But I think the love relationships, it doesn't have to be dramatic. There are, like, we all play the theater of life for each other. Mm. And when you, like when you are a person that is in a love relationship and your partner never triggers you, then of course something is off. Yeah. We, we do understand that. That's denial. But it also, yeah, that's complete. <laughs> but um, also it doesn't have to be triggering like 24, seven, seven days a week. Like, so it, it can be triggering for certain moments where you need to go through a certain kind of growth process. And then when you've done that, you, you can kind of go into more shallow waters and more, more enjoyable parts of the river. And then, then there's another bumpy road coming up again. And then you need to, to mirror your, each other, certain kind of growth um aspects that are possible for you as a person, because that's what in essence, love relationships are the ones where they should be able to show you your deepest wounds your mm. deepest fears they should be able to trigger your your utmost part of it, growth. It's and, part of it. yes 
and you can't accelerate your, your you as a person unless that's an aspect of you that you need to go well I think totally. you need to go through yeah and also my experience as a therapist there is no other model on planet earth yet where you get close enough with someone when you that that can trigger you as much as a lover or yes yeah, lover. They, they blow because, everything up from 12 font to like 48 yes. font Don't yes. everything's important everything <laughs> because and that's because of the sexual field mm. that we create when we when we sleep together when we have sex with a partner it creates an energetic field and this energetic field is only existing when you when you sleep with someone mm. and that's also no i'm not going there yeah so that's the, the that that's the reason why our lovers are able to really really deeply trigger us yes and that's part of it for our own it's pain the, job. And the pain yeah. and the healing is scorpio and it's all in one they're not you can't say i'm only just want this bit and i don't want this bit they come as one so in order to progress as a human being and you know evolve yourself you have to go through a pain to get to the next level mm. right and this is what this Venus Scorpio, I reckon, couple of weeks is all bringing back a discussion around, you know, healing, transforming, going into your pain body, you know, letting it go, transmuting it, whatever you need to do. Mm -hmm. Or you are in free will and hold on to it and continue on with your life down the same old way that yes. you've just been going. I mean, it's an option. It's the other option. Yes, totally. It's free yeah. will country down here. I always Absolutely. say to my client, it's planet Earth is free will country and you choose. But you need to be aware that you're choosing. Even though if you yes. think you're not choosing, you're choosing. <laughs> choosing, that's it. So it just to be very clear on that. You're, just, same old you're just too lazy to make a decision. <laughs> yeah. But you're choosing. Something, so, exactly. Uh, the last point is nothing to do with us. <laughs> so it's a kind of side way away. So Jupiter is... Jupiter is re-entering Pisces. So at the end of last year, Pisces, uh, Jupiter went into Pisces and then it went into Aries in about, when was it, May or June? Yeah. I think April May. Now it's retrograding. So it's back retrograded back to the beginning of Pisces, uh, Aries and into the end of Pisces. So this week it starts on 29 degrees Pisces. So what do we need to work on? Oh, what do we have to do? Twenty nine degrees Pisces is a, is a, um, it's a funny place, right? Not the funny, haha. -ha. Not funny, haha. -ha. No. Funny, no. It it blends the worlds between here and the afterworld. Oh, right? that makes so. Much so this open spaces for people moving on or even taking, you know decisions about their own life so i mean we're not going to do that but there are like different blends of people moving between life and one of the things of course between life and death i mean we experience it in the body like oh my business finished and i'm starting a new one or my i'm moving house and i'm moving on i mean there's a whole life and death thing that can happen in 29 pisces that doesn't mean you're yeah. going to leave your body <laughs> so yeah just to clarify but it opens up like very um thin veils between what i'm life i have and what is next or i'm rebirthing into and or what i'm going into you know it's very ephemeral energy um 
with very thin veils. Can I ask and, something? Yeah. Is it also possible that during 29 Pisces, you're not able yet to see what's coming after? Yes, it's a feeling you're going into something yeah. else, you know? That's right. And so it could be in the body. I think for 99% of us, it will be in the body. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, but it's, the veils are lifting and you're, and you're elevating yourself into the things that you, you know, you're going on to next. And you can really intuitively and psychically feel it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, you, we're going into this. But also, I don't know if you remember, but maybe four or five weeks ago, we were talking about but when we started back, actually, it was it was the first week we started back after after summer. We talked about Jupiter in Pisces and talking about yes. false false things and things that aren't real and things that are very illusionary and you know what's going to be real, what's going to be false, what's going to be like that. And this week, I thought was very interesting because one of the things that happened is metaverse collapsed. Yeah. And the second thing that happened totally. is Bitcoin, Bitcoin collapsed. And they were the, like the two things we sort of... And you know what else We talked about sort of the, oh, I think it's this and I think it's that. You remember? And you, they were two of the things we thought... You know what else big. happened? No. Um, Evelyn Roth, Rothschild passed away last week. Right. So, right. So Which you get the, that the family ruling the world. Right, right. Yes, they have a lot of influence over things. So, you know, there's a kind of movement there, financial, right? Interesting with the Venus stuff as well. So maybe it's not completely unrelated, but a lot of financial stuff and a lot of stuff that we were talking about, like Bitcoin and Metaverse, the things that are, how hyped up are they? Are they real? Are they not? Where are they? And they've just fallen on their feet this week. Mm -hmm. I think also we'll see the social media in some way really going through something. Now, I with Elon Musk and Twitter, like he's just getting rid of people left, right, and center. Oh, They're yes. finding that Twitter is full of bots and there weren't even that many people. So the, the whole the whole thing is, is a false, no? And we're getting down to the reality of things. Or we're seeing that the veils of, let's put it this they way, the veils are very thin between what is real and what is hyped up and what is false, yeah? Mm-hmm. And we are able to see into that in this week. Yeah, I feel also what what's also available to see now is the the false realities we create for ourselves um yes i don't know about men because i have not very many male friends i only have one male friend which is really close to me but um i just see that with a lot of females that there is the tendency to build false realities in your head you know and from these false realities, there is there there birth and certain needs needs for um, a romantic relationship, but you know not 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 romance in a logical sense, but romance in a very delusional sense, like the white horse and the prince kind type of stuff. Mm. And so it's really interesting to to see how many women. Uh, have false realities as their mind construct to to kind of you know um not be in reality Mm. and um what they do for that and how there's a whole industry built up on that as well yeah yeah Oh, london is totally built on a hype like yes you, you get sold on all of this hype and you go there and you think to yourself is that it and everybody around you is saying isn't this amazing isn't this wonderful and i think just paid that for that and I got these do you know what I mean like it's all pumped up on a hype and we 
and you're in the city and you live there and you think oh there's nowhere else you could possibly live this is the greatest place and you know it's so fantastic and you'd never be bored and all <laughs> and then soon enough all you see through all of that falseness mm -hmm. and the hype that's built up in around everything and the hype around this and it's interesting to watch you know some of the things around the london uk economy also rectifying itself back to the reality that it should be in mm -hmm. house prices falling for example and other things that are overhyped sort of starting to you know find it challenging so I just think it's not all of these false things that are brought, built up and hype around them and not really the senses of clarity and reality and what, you know, because Bitcoin, as much as I'd love to see it succeed, you are not earning anything. It's, you know what I mean? It's, it's so driven up by emotion, interestingly, and not by actual earning that it never has any real value. So of course it's going to be up and down, you know, all the time. And the biggest, the biggest Bitcoin company is based in London and it's completely collapsed. It's it's out of business. I didn't know. The biggest one in the world is based in London because London, I know New York is a bigger center in some ways, but London is really the heart of finances. And it really it collapsed. It's gone out of business and Bitcoin is is falling it's pummeling so you know this is a uh, very interesting as to what we see at the moment interesting mm. yeah so there is all this coming back to reality i think so yes think, so, yes getting back into the reality of life and what life is really about so we would say if you feel this week that you want that you, that your reality is crippling and hmm. things are falling apart hmm. maybe think of it as like it's a readjustment of reality and back into not reality back yes. into yeah what's real for you yes and deep and, and centered and cool. that sounds lovely yes we try to make it light yeah. at the end don't we yeah it's important well, at least some of us do <laughs> <laughs> i think our podcast actually some way take you down into the into the challenge and bring you up at the end yes yeah, so well this is what life is. isn't it the mm. planets do the the, the stuff anyways mm. and either you get some tips on how to deal with that and how to serve the wave or not like mm. this this whole eclipse season like people are dming me and they're like oh my god nicole like do you do you not feel anything of the eclipse season do you not feel anything of the retrogrades do you not feel anything <laughs> Well, yes, I do, but I use it. I use the, the, the reality of things to my advantage and I act upon it. So I'm shedding the shit away in my life. You know, at the moment, I'm Matt knows very well. I have no practice anymore. I have I will get um, out of the house. I will start to move around Europe. I will I'm selling a lot of things. So like. Uh, there is a lot of shedding going on, but, and there's the big but, I, I proactively, um, I kind of, I dance with the stars, I dance with the planets, and, and I see like, okay, there is this need from a planetarian point of view, or there is this need, my personal need, and then I, I do it in the, in the flow of how the energy comes in to the planet earth and i work with that and that's why it doesn't block that doesn't mean and at the moment i have a daily practice of three and a half hours 
you know, when the when the energy is more amped up on planet and when you need to when you when you need to have more chi, when you need to have more um, energy, so you have a stable nervous system to maneuver yourself into this new reality, for example, for me now, that needs a lot of nervous system strength. So I I adjust my daily practice so I'm more prepared, right? So yeah. Like these things, you it's not an accident that that Matt, people like Matt or like me walk through these very difficult times in a more or less stable way. It's it's actual techniques that Matt uses from Kabbalistic um, teachings, and I use a lot from the very old um, yogic teachings and yogic science, and we 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 maneuver ourselves like that. And so there are techniques on planet Earth available to to basically dance through these these planetarium mm. situations. Mm. Yeah. And you can do that too. It's not hidden. It's not a secret. You just need to choose to do it because it's free will country. Ah. Yes, that's it. That's it. Thank you. Okay, we, wish, we would love to see you next week again. And thank you so much for listening. If you have questions, you are more than welcome to send us a DM and we wish you a wonderful week. Bye. Bye. Lovely having you with us at Ali Talks. Would you like to know more about empowered spirituality, whether in business or for your personal life? Then visit us at ali.vision or write us an email at contact at ali.vision.